Welcome everyone. It's December 26, 2017, around 10 p.m. on this beautiful Tuesday night after Christmas. Tonight is the inaugural podcast of the Mark and Mondal Show presented by Crowd Kings. We have a couple things to go over tonight. First off, we have the number one seed in the NFC, our 13-2 Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, talk about the recent offensive struggles, the defense that looked fundamentally sound last night but couldn't stop Eli Manning a couple weeks back. But they secured the bag and locked up home field advantage throughout. Also, the 15-18 and 18 Philadelphia 76ers, who are currently still processing rather than actually progressing. The team's inexperience and lack of leadership has shown of late, but last yesterday they came out with the dub on Christmas Day, and Joel Embiid hit the dagger against the New York Knicks to secure the win. And to end the show, we got our crowd king hotline question of the night. Do you have faith in this number one seed in the NFC, our Philadelphia Eagles? Can you believe that they will get the job done. Let's go. Welcome to the Mark and Mondial Show, your source for uncensored sports commentary. Starring Mark Franklin and Tyler Mondial. From our minds to your ears, we call it how we see it. Welcome, everybody, to the Mark and Mondial Show. I'm your host, Mark Franklin, alongside my good friend and co-host, MLB prospect Tyler Mondial. How you doing today, T-Money? What's going on, Frank? Glad to be back. Excited to get this thing rolling. First things first, before we kick off uh, our Mark and Mondial Show tonight, just wanted to give a quick shout-out to the Emporio Club and our good friend Gio Caradonis on getting a jump start for us with our first podcast we had last season with Sunday School. Um, really hyped to be with Crowd Kings and just get a new ball rolling, but... First, appreciate you, Vito. You're the man, bro. Let's talk about the birds, man. I mean, we we went to the game yesterday together, and a lot of ups and downs. It actually, felt like a roller coaster being there. You know what I'm saying? The, right. the team, we're lucky. I'll tell you what, we are very lucky. We went against Derek Carr yesterday, because if we did not go against Derek Carr, the Vikings would have home field, would they not? They're right, you're right about that one. And I think the defense had Nick Foles back yesterday. I think the offense. Played terrible. They had no mojo. They were one for fourteen on third down. They looked a little, sh- the shaky in their whole entire game. I never really had a had that one drive that was like not that was good. Um, Jay Ajayi played bad, and Nick Foles I thought played played poor. Well, I mean, not just specific players. The offense as a whole played poor. They looked terrible. They couldn't get the ball moving. They were one for fourteen on third down. Like you got to get the job done, and you can't really blame specific players on the offense. When I said it last year and a couple weeks back, I was like, "Ah, oh, Doug Peterson could be coach of the year." Yesterday, I felt like I was watching an Andy Reid football team. It was like a ghost from Christmas past or something. Yesterday, I couldn't even believe it. I, he, Doug Peterson was an Andy Reid understudy with the Chiefs. That's just very predictable on offense. He was he was running on first and second, and then he was trying to throw on third. And Nick Foles just really didn't have any open receivers. I think the the receivers on their on their end didn't do a good job yesterday. They didn't have the separation. They didn't have good routes. They played slow. It felt like the game was going very slow yesterday. They tried to keep it on the ground, and the offensive line played piss poor too. They didn't have JGI and the blunt and. Clement had no 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 holes to get through it. They played very. I thought they played piss poor yesterday. Yeah, well, when it comes to Clement, the receivers, there's no rhythm there. I mean, the rhythm was with Carson. Carson had the receivers out for a month in North Dakota, running routes, running plays, learning the playbook, getting shit together. And you look at last night's game, the 
the receivers don't trust Nick Foles, let alone have rhythm with them to get open, to get to run their specific route to where they're going to be open. They did nothing yesterday. The offense was poor, to say the least. They weren't productive, far from productive. I mean, when we played the Rams a couple weeks back, the reason of the close game, there was no Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz, low-key, is the biggest playmaker on this Philadelphia Eagles starting eleven. No doubt. And he attracts the attention from the defenders, which opens up the run game because you have to worry about Ertz running a post corner, a corner out, and he's just the guy to go to. And Nick Foles was not getting on the ball. He was short in receivers. We understand, man. You're not the you're not the starter. You're not Carson Wentz. But two weeks ago, you put up Carson Wentz numbers, and then you're going to come in Philly wearing black, and you're going to play like that in front of the Philadelphia faithful? Yeah. That's a joke. That is a joke. Right. And me and you were at the game, and at some points in the game, I, you know, you, me and you got frustrated <laughs> with the play calling and – how the offense looked at times. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at the stats right here. They had 216 total yards. You know, they they only had 12 first downs, two of them from penalties. So really, they had 10 first downs that they that they enhanced. The offense at some points looked like they didn't want to. They they the the play the play action was never called. They weren't. They were running first and second down. They didn't want to throw in the play action. It wasn't working. Ertz got hot early. He wasn't really in there in the second half. The second half was awful. They they didn't. I don't, they looked awful last night. It was really hard to watch. Yeah. Well, it's really hard when you're going to have three premier running backs. We don't just have Jay Ajayi and Legarrette Blunt. Corey Clement is a baller, straight mm-hmm. baller. I don't yeah. care if he was undrafted. Don't care if he got hurt at Wisconsin. Don't care if he's from South Jersey. The kid runs straight. He runs hard and he runs clean. Why are we not feeding him the football? Right. Why are we not feeding everybody the football? Nick Foles cannot get out of the pocket like Carson. He cannot escape pressure like Carson. Therefore, he cannot hold the ball as long as Carson could. Our offensive line, not bashing him at all. Premier offensive line. Jason Kelsey got snubbed from the Pro Bowl this year. They've been playing fantastic. I'm not coming at the offensive line. But Foles does not have the time or the mobility to be sitting in the pocket like that. And it just, we got very lucky. We played Derek Carr last night. You were at the game with me. What did I say on both picks? Yeah, you did call. You called him the play before. You said we're playing against Derek Carr. And next play, it happened both times. It was a great call. <laughs> I mean, if we don't get the five turnovers last night, it's a different game. The, 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 the three picks and the two fumbles were huge. On the defensive side, I mean, we caught, we caught a Christmas gift from, from Derek Carr, and Marshall Lynch had a fumble, and then the other running back fumbled, like, but if we don't have those five turnovers, you know, it's a definitely a different game, Frank, because our offense couldn't move the ball at all. We didn't have any mojo. If I mean, Foles, prior to last night's game, Foles had gone 170 passes without throwing an interception. It was the longest active streak in the whole league. Wow. Well, last night he looked like Nick Foles of the Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, because he did not look like St. Nick, Big Dick Nick. No, yeah. this bull circumcised Nick is his name mm-hmm. because – uh, he just didn't He didn't perform well. He really underperformed. He put it all on the defense, and really lucky the defense came to play. And the defense, we again, we played the Raiders. The Raiders aren't nothing special. They looked good last year. They were hot. They're changing to Vegas, whatever. The fact that Jalen Mills was biting on that rail and gave up that TD to Amari Cooper is disgraceful. Jalen Mills has been getting burnt, Frank, and I wanted to get in and talk about him a little bit and let him know how bad he's been playing. And, I mean, that, that route, it wasn't even close. He did a slant and then out, and he got absolutely burnt. He, he was a wide-open touchdown, yep. untouched 65 yards of the house. I mean, the past couple of weeks, he has not been playing good at all. He's trying to have the, he's, the zone coverage. He's pretty good. When he gets locked up man-on-man on the outside, it is not a good matchup for Jalen Mills and the Eagles defense at all. 
he's not been playing up to his standard, I think. Well, I think he's a better player than what he's been playing like. And we need Sidney Jones back in that secondary, too. Interesting you talk about Sidney Jones. He, he was not – he was obviously taken off of IR, and he was not listed as questionable or anything. He's probably good. He might get some snaps the first week this, this upcoming week against right. Dallas. He but, practiced all last week, and yeah. now he's going to be more incorporated when this week. He'll when, play. when you're talking about the Eagles secondary, I mean, two weeks ago, Eli Manning got – or three weeks ago, Eli Manning was benched for Geno Smith. And then his first start back, he throws for three touchdowns, 434 yards against this premier Eagles defense. So I have a lot of trouble praising this team and the defense when we're giving up three touchdowns and almost 500 yards to Eli Manning without Odell Beckham. We're lucky Odell Beckham didn't play. If he played, he would have torched us. We would have, he would have been raping us all over his Instagram, fronting like crazy. <laughs> I'll tell you what, dude. We're lucky he did not play because this Eagles defense, they came to play against the Oakland Raiders. But when it comes to playoff time, it's going to be a little bit different. And, yeah, it's definitely different when a playoff game runs through Lincoln Financial Field. But we were at Lincoln Financial Field last night, and we played the Raiders, and we won by nine. And we really didn't win by nine. We got that last Derek Barnett on the lateral for a TD. We got lucky. People that had a minus eight and a half, they got lucky. Right. I think I think we played I think we played bad on both sides of the offense and defensive line last night. Both offensive line didn't didn't play good at all. To be to be honest with you, Frank, they didn't open up any holes. And the defensive line, Fletcher Cox, Jerrigan, and Brandon Graham didn't get any pressure last night. Brandon Graham got hurt. I think Brandon Graham got hurt in the fourth. In the fourth or whatever, but they didn't have any pressure. And Fletcher Cox again. And I know me and you were talking about it. He does, week after week he just doesn't show up. He, the past the past five weeks. The guy has one sack. Yep. One sack in the past five weeks. He's getting yeah, paid $100 million. $103 million. The Eagles' defense have, has let up 74 points in the past three weeks. This past week, they let up 10. They stepped up. But they got burnt by the Rams, and the Rams are coming to play. I'll tell you what. We face the Rams. There's going to be a little bit of an issue because right. you know why? We don't have number 11 under center. Totally different team. And when you think about quarterbacks, we Todd never. Very scary. Yeah, we never. When you think about quarterbacks, we never had that guy. The Eagles have had four Pro Bowl quarterbacks in the last ten years: McNabb, Vic, Foles, and Wentz. We've never had that franchise guy, and we get him, and we get fucked like usual. Well, McNabb was a franchise guy. Yeah, but I love about the other. I don't team. care. Five always loves me, man. I was not a fan of number five. What? Nah, not a big McNabb guy. I'll really? Tell you what. Yeah. Big T.O. guy. Loved him. Loved T.O. Big McNabb guy. Big T.O. guy, too. Not a McNabb guy. You see, McNabb just caught the sexual harassment. That looks good for him. Damn. You know? I'll tell you what. Sad story. <laughs> but the it, it's the quarterback play with this team. We I have think the to, biggest thing that I take away from last night is that the defense played great. The offense needs to get better all around. Every aspect of the offense needs to get better this week. And I think they need to play the whole first half of the Dallas game and see, get a good rhythm going to go into the playoffs. And I think, and I think the biggest thing is the home field advantage. Now the, the NFC has to come through the link now, and I think that's huge for us because I, I mean we're undefeated this year at home. Uh, it's, it was loud in there last night, even though we weren't playing that well. And when the, when the link is loud and it's cold in January, I mean it's tough to beat the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, but the the biggest thing is continuity. This team is inconsistent. Last week. It was the defense that needed to step up with the offense. And now it's the offense needs to step up, and the defense did their job. Where is this team that was 11-2 to 
and we were trying to make enough money to buy Super Bowl tickets. Now we're having trouble beating the Raiders at home, right? And wearing black. The big, the biggest thing there, though, Frank, is you know Carson Wentz um, not being there. And I was, I was honestly looking up Super Bowl tickets that you say it, that it's, it's crazy, but I really was. Three and, grand, um, three grand. Yeah, I really was, and it's a little, it's a little less realistic now. But I think if they get the offense, if they get the offense figured out, this team has a chance. Like I said, if it, if it has to go through the link. And, you know, we get to the NFC Championship game, we win the first round, we get the NFC Championship game against either the Rams or the Vikings. I give us I give us a good chance in that game. I give us a great chance. And then, I mean, God knows, if we get to the Super Bowl, you roll the dice out there and you pick red or black like we were the other night, Frank. You know, you, you, go, you just roll the dice. Uh, Eagles have a chance against whoever comes out of the AFC. It's 50-50. Hopefully not Tom Brady because <laughs> it'll be tough. Well, we're not going to we, – we already know. Yeah, we TV already know what TV12 is doing. He'll be uh, there. It's just fortunate for the Eagles that it's the year of mediocrity in the league. Rodgers goes down, opens up the NFC like the Red Sea. Without Aaron Rodgers, without that bad man, like Stephen Smith liked to say, it's different. It's right. totally different. I mean, definitely. this is why we can't even stress about Nick Foles and his struggles. The Vikings are doing it with Case Keenum, Okay. Case Keenum was a backup for the Texans, for the Rams. He started a little, some games for Jared Goff last year when Goff had anxiety, and now Goff looks like Joe Montana. Like, I don't understand. Goff looks good. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that guy over there, Sean McVay, coaching the Rams, is, yeah, he's, he's doing a brilliant job. He's doing his job. He's doing, doing his great. job. I mean, Doug Peterson looked like he was doing his job. Now he looks like Andy Reid. And yeah, his play last night was play up. It's just not what we love to see. It's really just not what we love to see as fans. It's... It's frustrating. Like, yeah, the play calling on third down, in my opinion, was bad last night. I mean, it didn't really give Nick Foles any, any, you know, the, the plays were just he was calling, he wasn't calling anything good last night, in my opinion. The third down, we had a lot of third down and longs because the offensive line didn't open up anything for Jay Ajayi, so he didn't. Jay Ajayi, what, he had like 50 yards. He had like 20, 20 carries, 50 yards, I think, or something like that. He, Nobody, there was no holes open. There was, no there was holes. nothing to do. Nobody was open. Foles couldn't. Uh, Foles isn't connecting with guys. Jeffries could have had a touchdown. We were sitting right in the end zone. Right, yeah, he, he threw dropped, it behind yeah, him. It, behind it wasn't him. even a drop. It was he threw it behind him. These guys aren't playing with the same hype that they had with Wentz. They don't right. trust Nick yet. Like they just don't trust him. He's just right now. He's not the guy. And I'm I'm grateful that we got that first round by because he needs to go to work. Like the, if we. This is the year we could still do it. I have the faith. The faith is definitely there. We're thirteen and two, and we're and we're talking shit. Like right. it's just what we do as Philadelphia fans. But it's there. It's in reach. The only guy that really could stop us, he wears number twelve, and the coach is Bill Belichick. Right. Other than that, like I'm not really scared of anybody. I, I'm a little frightened by Vikings. the Steelers. Right, Steelers. I, no, I'm talking about AFC. The, oh, we don't talk about the AFC yet. I know, but I'm, I'm talking about getting there and doing it, though. The NFC is wide open. I can't, you just said if TB12 is going to be there, what are you talking I mean, about? No, I mean, the, a, the NFC is wide open to get the TB12. I'm talking about who's going to be on our way getting a trophy for once. So when I see an Oakland Raiders fan and I say, holy shit, Derek Carr's your quarterback, he can't say, where's a ring? Because I don't right. have any. Right. So that's that's my concern. I could care less we Gotta win the NFC the chip. Because you know what? We win the NFC chip. Jim Schwartz and John DeFilippo, they're gone. They're going to go get other jobs. The Browns, the Bucks, the Lions. They can even go in division to the Giants. Ben McAdoo's gone. Right. Imagine seeing Jim Schwartz, the guy that ran our defense. When we, have, when we have like this, what are we, the second best defense in the league behind the Vikings. 
He's gone. He'll be gone. We have to. This is the. This is what I'm saying. It has to be done now. If we can't lock these coaches up, we need these guys. Those are our leaders. These are our straight leaders. People aren't looking at that yet. We're worried about us making a ton of mistakes. Doug Peterson really not doing his job. Like, if these guys go, the Eagles are different. We don't have guys locked up. I mean, Blunt, he's only the one. We locked up Jeffrey. Carson may not be back for the beginning of the season. Like, there's a lot of ifs next year. This is the year. It's the year of mediocrity in this league. You have to take advantage of it. Right. I think they have. I, I think I told you, Frank. I still think they have a great shot of winning this thing. But uh, I think, you know, if we get if Case Keenum doesn't scare me. Jared Goff doesn't scare me. Todd Gurley scares me. But I, the Eagles have the second-best second, second best rush defense in the league. So, I mean, if that front line steps up and this, and this linebacker step up, then, you you know, Goff would have to beat us or Case Keenum would have to beat us. And I think I take our chances against that in the NFC Championship. I think we're going to play one of the NFC South teams in the first round, either the, the Falcons or the Panthers. And then we go from there in the NFC Championship game. And I'd rather see. I think I'd rather see the Rams right now because the Vikings' defense is very scary on that I mean, side of the ball. No, whoa, the Rams are legit as it gets. Their defense is legit. So you'd no, rather see the Rams than the Vikings? No, I'd I'd rather hold my chances against the Rams or against the Vikings. The Rams' defense is way legit. Aaron Donald. Oh, so you'd rather is so see the Vikings than the Rams? Is what I meant. Yeah, to yeah, say. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather no. I'd rather see Case Ken- Case Keenum come into Philadelphia and beat us rather than Jarek Off, who's been slinging the ball, who already put up thirty four points against us, than play the Rams. I don't want to see the Rams. I want to see. I'd rather see the Vikings. See, uh, we put up what thirty nine points against the Rams with Carson Wentz. Okay, yeah, true, true statement. The Vikings defense is a little bit better though, and it really should have been a blowout. But like I said, Ertz didn't play. Ertz is the main traction to all defenders. It causes guys to go over the box, get out of the box. You have to, you have to keep an eye on him. He's literally the main target, low key, number eighty six. That's on the right or left side, depending on what the slot or depending on what the play is. He's the guy. He's the go-to. He was Carson's guy. That's why he's in the Pro Bowl. He is the guy. He is like Antonio Gates used to be. Number 86, this dude's the man. People don't right. even realize it. He's one of the most important players. He's probably number two right behind Carson and the offensive line. Because without Zach Ertz, this team's just different. And everybody saw it when we played in L.A. It's, it's I got an interesting thing. stat here, Frank, that I wanted to rattle off. Go ahead. Um, I got the career record playoffs, uh, the clear road play, playoff records for QBs in the NFC. Drew Brees is 1-4. Cam Newton's 0-1. Matt Ryan's 0-2. Jared Goff has never played a road playoff game. Case Keenum has never played a road playoff game. Never. And Russell Wilson is 2-3 if the Seahawks somehow, Seahawks somehow sneak in there. So, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's a pretty interesting stat right there. I mean, if they, the, the biggest thing last night that I told you we take away from is that that's come through the link and these guys – they come in a link. It's gonna, it's gonna be loud in there. It was, it was rocking last night, and we didn't even play good. So yeah. I can only imagine the playoff game. I see a green. It's of course, be great. like this is, like this is the NFL. There are games like this. There's games like the Raiders game last week. The Eagles, they gave up 500 yards and won the game. Last night, the Eagles' offense only gained 200 yards, and they still won. At the end of the day, there's something to be said for a team that knows how to win. Right. I absolutely agree with that statement they're, right they're there. Thir- Ugly wins better than a loss. They're 13-2. and two. The faith has to be somewhere, right? And we, 
overcame adversity. We had Sproles, IR, Hicks, IR, Peters, IR, Maragos, the special teams captain, IR, Caleb Sturgis went down, IR, Wentz, IR, Darby sat a ton of games out, ton mm-hmm. of games out. Sidney Jones. Fletcher Cox, multiple games out. Johnson was out. And, like, what's the excuse for these other teams? I'll tell you what, I hear a Dallas fan talk about injuries or suspensions. You get spit on. I don't see any reason why. They stink. I'm so glad they got... I'll tell you what, I've, I've never been so happy to see a team lose. Me too. I, I sat, love it. I sat there and was smiling the it's whole the entire best. game. And I'll tell you Every what. Every time Dak threw a pick. That walk-in trash can. I think he wears 88 or something. That fumble. Oh, that guy. He's a hefty bag out there. He, he sucks. Stinks. He stinks. It's terrible, dude. He's like, such a baby. When he doesn't get the ball, he really wants to be seen on the sideline, <laughs> like arguing with the coaches that he doesn't get the ball. Like, get open and catch it, dude. Like, you got to run a route to get open and make them throw it to you. You know, it's not on anyone and, else. It's on you. You stink. And the mainstream media. You know, you're out there running around like a bag of dicks. <laughs> like, the mainstream media, all they love to talk about was the, if the how can the Cowboys make the playoffs? How, okay, they have Dak Prescott. They ain't making the playoffs. Come on. Like, let's, get, let's be serious, people. We're good. We're good on time. We're good on time. Um, last thing. The birds. <laughs> I could talk about them all day long. We could sit here and talk about them all day long. Mm-hmm. But we're going to have to move on to the Sixers pretty soon, right? We're running out of, Yeah, we're about 20 out. <sighs> Sixers. Watch that game yesterday. I thought we and you were talking before the game who we liked. Uh, JoJo played. I thought. I thought. I think this team. I think this team's not very good without JoJo. I think the biggest concern in this team right now, the Sixers, Frank, is can Sim can Simmons get a shoot jump shot in his career? Because right now he's looks like he's a little sh- scared out there to take a mid range jump shot or pull up and take a jump shot. He's third in the NBA in points in the paint, and he's our point guard. I mean, it's that's it's, not weird. He's it's a good thing, but a bad thing at the same time because he doesn't shoot. Predictable. I know he's going to the paint. It's just a matter of stopping him. He's the most predictable point guard in the league, but he's fantastic. He's literally an upcoming LeBron James. The kid's a young stud. Right, he started in the NBA and assist. And he's going to learn how to shoot. Like, LeBron James is his 15th year in the league. He's his best shooting percentage ever. Ever. Ben Simmons' first year in the league. Yeah, we could trash him for his jumper. People used to do that with LeBron. I'm not coming out and saying he's next King James, but I'm saying he's got potential. Right. And then beat it next to Olajuwon if he can play consistent. Like, our team is fine. It's just the, the... Inexperience and inability to finish games is just absurd. And Brett Brown, like, he had the excuses year after year. We were we had Jakar Sampson, Tony Roten, Jeremy Pargo, people out there. You guys don't even probably know who they are. Right. You don't even know where they even came from. They were guys signed on 10-day contracts. I can go on and on and on about who the Sixers had and why we couldn't win and why Brett Brown couldn't get W's. Now there's no excuse. We have a legit lineup that can perform. We played on Christmas Day. We have an exciting-ass team. This team couldn't sniff Christmas Eve last year. Like, what I'm saying is, we're young. It's going to happen. We're going to screw up. There's going to be dumb decisions made. But This guy, Robert Covington, stinks. There needs to be a leader out there. There's no leader. There's no guy that says, I'm going to go take charge. Ben Simmons looks like the guy to formulate into that guy. He wants to he's gotta, be the playmaker. He's got to be able to shoot. He can't but if he can't shoot. He's not going to he be any player in this league. You're right. And I, I mean this. What about Covington? I, I can talk about Covington 
Frank, he he's he stinks. He can't. I don't think Collins stinks. Dude. He can't do anything on the offensive end. And this, and I, my buddy was talking yesterday. If you can't be an offensive threat in this league, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be getting paid the big bucks like he did. He's an he's a good defender. Yes, I'll give it to that. And he plays hard, but he's got to be able to take a pump fake one dribble and make a jump shot. He couldn't do it the other day, and he hasn't been able to do it all year. He can't shoot. The guy cannot shoot. He's got to be able to take that open three when Simmons gives him that look and knock it down Uh, more times than he is now. He was one of 12 from three the other night when they blew that lead against the Raptors, which should have been a W, and they were up up 17 in that game, and they ended up losing because they don't know how to finish games, just like you said. They do do not know how to play down late to the stretch. They get fouled. This team, if you foul Simmons, he's not making – he's making one or two maybe at the free throw line. He can't shoot free throws. It looks like he's hurt when he's taking a free throw. He, now, his elbow you, bends in. It, it, it hurts for me to watch him take a free now, throw. I'm you know sorry. Who hurts to watch shoot at all? There's a guy. I think we drafted him number one overall. His name's Fultz or something. Oh, he's dude. Pr- prayers up to my man, dude. Like you got to get your shit together. You're out here. Shit, you haven't even played. And when Rumors. you did play, you were just. Oh my! I, Real quick, Frank. Rumors where, cir- where, circulating that is there a source on this one? R- rumors circulating that Markel Fultz isn't playing right now, part of the soldier the shoulder injury. But now I heard a source come out and say that he's not playing because he's a 19 year old kid that has very bad anxiety, and that the Sixers are trying to ease him into this process. Um, you know, yeah, I got kind of interesting, I, intriguing. I can't intriguing even be thing. intrigued because of how pissed off it, it makes me. It's it's crazy. We have a list of guys. They, these the Sixers aren't bad. You got to understand. This is the best rebounding team in the entire NBA. Is the Philadelphia 76ers? Wow. Forty eight rebounds per forty eight rebounds per game. That says something. Mm-hmm. We're out there. We're grinding. They're third in assists per game with twenty six, and they're eighth in points per game with one hundred eight. The team is like. We just don't finish. Right. We don't get the job done. We get out coached, and it's visible to the blind eye. It's visible that we're getting out coached. I don't even care. We were up. Okay, I'm not sitting here thinking we're going to beat the Golden State Warriors or winning a chip, but we're up 21 points at home at halftime against the Golden State Warriors without Steph Curry. Why are we not winning the game? Why are we losing by double digits? Or whether we, oh no, we lost the spread was the spread was nine. We lost by, by eight. eight. <laughs> So Vegas, Vegas already knew what was happening, and they knew Brett Brown was already going to get out coached. What, what what pisses me off, and I think that's pissing off a lot of these Sixers fans, Frank, that have been that have been trusting this process for so long and going through this miserable four to five year stretch of losing, is that we're losing to very very like poor teams. We lost to Phoenix at home. We lost to the Lakers. At home. We lost to the Lakers at, at home. home. We lost we lost to Chicago. We lost to Sacramento. You know, and then we beat the Knicks the other day, which was nice win, uh, nice a win. good win on Christmas, that's a, right? That's a win. That's a win. That that's a team win right there. Joel comes out, hits the dagger at the end. He does his job, and honestly, they almost gave that up too. Joel gave the ball right to Baker or whatever that dude's name is on the Knicks, or I'm pretty sure it was Baker. He just gave it up. Like we're out here getting te- Brett Brown and Embiid are getting technicals back to back. Are you kidding me? Like. That's not the like That's we're the we're going into three OTs with the Oklahoma City Thunder who have Paul George Mello and Russell Westbrook reigning MVP. The Sixers aren't bad. We don't finish. We just want a five games stain of losses. 
to good teams, not good teams. Chicago's beating us 117 and 115. We're losing to the Kings at home. We can't beat the Sacramento Kings. Another game but, that we were leading and then blew the lead. But we're going to give Oklahoma City a game. The, again, these Philadelphia teams, there's no continuity anywhere. Right. The inconsistency is absurd. It's it's ridiculous. I, why? What did we do? We didn't throw – there was no snow to throw at Santa this year at the game yesterday. Santa was there. I, I'm pretty sure he was booed. Whatever. Like, who cares? Why can't we just have nice things? Seriously, why can nobody tell me that? I think the Sixers turn it around, my opinion. I think they get it going. I think that... Um... Well, they can't get it going when they're 25th in the league with points allowed. They're top 10, every other major statistic in the NBA. But when it comes to points allowed, them playing defense, which last year they were a premier defensive team. I don't know what happened. Now they're 25th points allowed with 109 a game. That's too many points. You can't win. It's pretty hard to win basketball games when you... Can't stop the Sacramento Kings from putting up 110 against you. Right. Like I said, I think they turn it around. I think, you know, Joel plays – Joel's healthy now and plays here on out. I think Simmons has to play better like we're talking about. Stop being scared out there and, you know, take a take an 18-footer jump shot, pull up, you know, come off that screen and instead of driving, take the jump shot. Take the – Take the elbow take the elbow wing jump shot, you know, pull up and take it. I don't care if you miss, Ben. It's just just start taking up. If you're going to be that LeBron or that KD in this league, you're going to have to be able to have that mid-range and out. You're going to have to one day be able to pull up and make a three. That's what this league is. You know, it's 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 developed and been a three-point three-point shooting league. It's what it's been right now. I think you agree on that too, Frank. No, I, I agree totally. Um, but it's just frustrating. I mean, you're wa- you're watching game by game. You're thinking Darius Arch is going to come to play, Covington is going to come to play. These guys that play defense, and then on the other side they can't shoot. It's 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 like it's ridiculous. I don't I don't get it, and I, I don't know why Embiid. I don't even know if he's hurt. I really think they're just holding him. They just hold him because they're being cautious no, with him. There's no, they know we're not playing for anything. We're still going to make the playoffs. As we sit here and bitch about the 76ers, they're going to make the playoffs. The NBA has no, like, they obviously, Warriors, Cavs, Celtics, those teams. But the Sixers are going to grab a sixth seed. Rockets. Yes. Yeah. The Rockets are scary right now. Oh, yeah, they're in the Western Conference. We'll never see them in the playoffs. We're going we'll, right, right, right. to play. I would love to go to a Sixers playoff game. That would be awesome. Yeah, me too. It's, they haven't been in the playoffs since 2009, maybe, 2010. Andre Iguodala. Yeah, against the Magic. Uh, I think we have our first caller, Frank. If we're gonna I was, I was going to do, I was going to do one more. I was going to do a little break, and then um, get back on with the caller. Get back on right, with cool. the caller. Yep. South Jersey's up and coming mobile auto detailer, the Crosto Auto Detailing. Joey's a mobile detailer where he comes to you wherever you are, home or work, which is convenient because you don't have to take your car to the shop and drop it off. Message or follow him. Call him or text him at eight five six four seven zero four five two five. Facebook, the Cross the Auto Detailing. Yeah, guys, definitely give a big shout out to my man Joey DeCrosta on his grind to get his business started from the jump. He actually did. Uh, he did our boy Ronnie's S four, right? Yeah, he made he did. that. It was nice. Made that look pretty. He's definitely gonna have my car before I go back to Florida. But now we have our crowd king, crowd king hotline question of the day. Do you have faith in the number one seed of the NFC? The Philadelphia Eagles, are they going to get the job done? 
We got Mark from Marlton on the phone. How hey. you doing, Mark? Hey, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, we should. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. All right. So, about the Eagles. They've let us down in the past, so I would say I have about as much faith in the Eagles making the Super Bowl as I have in LeVar Ball successfully starting up a league for the kids who don't want to go to college. <laughs> <laughs> good point, good point. So, not too much. I think every team in the NFC playoffs has a chance to beat the Eagles, and even if Nick Foles plays a little bit better, they probably won't make it out of the divisional round. And you know what, Mark? That that's just harsh to hear, but it's it's the, it's the truth. I mean, what we've been seeing as of late, like what what are we believing in? You know what I'm saying? Yep, I, I feel you. Appreciate the call, Mark. Uh, thanks for listening, man. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Later, buddy. Yeah, not much hope around the Philly faithful as of late. I mean, it's it's tough. It's tough. I'm especially when you have. Another Andy Reid leading the way, a guy that I wouldn't even mind winning coach of the year because you want to say he deserves it, but then it's time to go. It's go time. We're pulling out W's barely. It's going to be pretty tough when it comes playoffs. We understand it's different when it comes through the link. you got to deal with us. We're loud. It's definitely cold. How cold was it yesterday, dude? Oh, it was freezing yesterday. I can only imagine throwing the ball and running the ball that way. Yeah, like, we're, exactly. We're going to have to run come playoff time. Nikki Foles couldn't complete a pass yesterday. So now we have our second caller, and we have Franny from Winona. How you doing, Fran? Yo, Fran, how you doing, man? How you doing, man? Good, man. Uh, we got our question of the night here. It is, do you have faith in this Philadelphia Eagles team? It's a great question, uh, but uh, I do have faith in the team, and the only reason I have faith is because when you have home field advantage throughout, it's a big advantage. Got a lot of warm weather teams in the playoffs. Got a lot of quarterbacks with small hands that don't work out in the cold. Uh, Drew Brees, going to be tough to hold on to the football. Case Keenum, small hands, look it up. Look so if you have a advantage in the city of Philadelphia, you always have a chance. You know what I mean? I you definitely agree with that, Fran. I definitely agree with that. The defense will thrive off the fan base. You saw it last night. They were playing hard. They were hitting Marshawn Lynch. That was something that was very underrated. I thought they hit the shit the crap out of them uh, throughout. Sorry for my language. No, you're okay. Uh, it's yeah, good. I'm saying I definitely do have faith. So. Uh, appreciate, hey, appreciate the call in, Fran. Have a good night, man. Have a good one, buddy. Yeah, thanks. Good luck with the show, man. Thank you. Thanks. So they went off what he said. I, I think it was a pretty good, pretty good analysis. I think the defense gets this gets this crowd going when they have a big turnover, or what they did, fumble recovery, or a big pick like they had last night, Frank. And I know me and you got going, and you know the fans around us, we were getting going. We were getting a, ready to go. We right, had Raiders fans in front of us. I was letting them know they had Derek Carr. It was fine. It was fine. Right. And see, look, this is the thing. Home field advantage, check. We did it. We got it. We locked it up. And we were even – I would even be more excited. Listen, if we had Carson Wentz and we had home field advantage, which we don't have Carson Wentz, obviously, I don't think anybody in the league could touch us. Yeah, I don't I think agree. anyone in the league could touch us. I agree. But now it's almost time. And this defense is going to have to come to play. And at the end of the day, defense wins championships. I just want to ask you one thing. 2001, when the Ravens won, or what year the Ravens, a couple years ago when the Ravens won, who was their quarterback? Not Flacco's year, but back. 
couple um, years when Harbaugh's brother was the coach. And Har- not Harbaugh's brother. Um, the NFL analysis. I forget his name. Was it Moon? No. I don't even I don't even know. I just know their defense. It was when Ray Lewis was a baller straight out of Miami and they won the Super Bowl. Right. But now we have our third caller. We have Dom out of Deford, New Jersey. How you doing, Dom? Hey, how we doing there, Mark? Love the show. Big fan. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. So what do, so uh basically our question of the night, do you have faith in the birds to get the job done? Well, you know, I was listening earlier and I overheard uh I think his name was Fran talking, um and I'm going to have to completely go the different route. I think that they are beat. I think they are completely hopeless. Um, after what I saw from Foles last night, uh, you know, however many put, points they put up on the board, just it's not going to cut in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, at this point, I wouldn't mind seeing a Kaepernick signing or, you know, even a Johnny wow. Manziel. I love a Kaepernick. I love a Kaepernick so signing. You think, um, <laughs> yeah, you know. Can't go wrong, honestly. You know, I'm a big Kaepernick no guy. It's not going to lead us to a Super Bowl. It was Carson Wentz or nothing. Wow. And That's a bold prediction, at Dom. Point, so, you, you, at this point, you think Colin Kaepernick has a better shot than Nick Foles? I do. Yes, I do. Wow, that's a bold take. I, I'm with you, Dom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always do. We agreed on a lot of stuff, Mark. My man. Hey, Dom, we appreciate the call, man. Have a good night. Uh, yeah, you too. And, th- and that that's just another thing right there off the jump. We signed Nate Sudfield. Where did he go to college? I Nebraska. C- when? He was there. This is his rookie year. So he was there last year. Yeah. I don't this even guy, care. You know, this guy knows the system, Frank. He's been practicing the system. He's been in the system. He knows the playbook. He, I, think, I think Kaepernick's obviously a better quarterback or, or a guy like Johnny Manziel well, or what. even myself. But, you know, I don't know the play system. And Kaepernick doesn't know the, the, the plays yet, so it would take a week or two to get involved. I don't know. Maybe they they could do it at this point, but I don't know if they want to do that. I mean, not right now. The publicity would be yeah, crazy. that's what I'm saying. Right now, with the playoff run, the publicity would be a lot to handle. Signing Kyle Kaepernick. Excuse me. When Carson went down two weeks ago, signing Kyle Kaepernick, the old white guys in this league don't want Kyle Kaepernick, so no one's going to sign him, which is actually it's bullshit. It's straight bullshit. Right. The man was in a Super Bowl four years ago. And now he can't sign as a backup somewhere because he kneeled for the national anthem because he believed in something. He wasn't disrespecting troops. You, everyone has their own opinion. I'm not getting into that. He was doing it for another purpose. Right. And everyone took it the wrong way. And it just looks – can't even go deep into it. Right. The dude should be an NFL quarterback. He's good enough. Blaine Gabbert is playing NFL quarterback. We signed Nate Sudfield. Where's Gabbert at? He's on the Cardinals. He starts for the Cardinals oh, really? with Carson Palmer. We signed Nate Sudfield. I don't care if he knows the playbook or not. We signed Nate Sudfield, a rookie quarterback, to back up Nick Foles in a Super Bowl run. That's because let let, let me throw let me throw you this question at you, Frank. Um, Do you have faith in this Eagles team to do this whole thing? I'll tell you what, man. I got faith in the defense, somewhat, sometimes. I really loved the defense four weeks back, just like everyone else did. I firmly believe defense wins championships. Played linebacker in high school. Defense is everything. Defense is really everything. And at the end of the day, defense gets the job done. Last night we scored, well, the offense scored 10 points, and we got the job done. Seven points, we got the job done. Because the Eagles' defense stepped up. If the Eagles' defense steps up, Obviously, it's going to run through the link. And the thing that scares me, I was so strong about 
the playoffs running through Philly. Last night, I was disappointed leaving the game. I'm a Philadelphia fan, and we won. We're 13-2, and and I'm leaving the game pissed off. That's my problem. We're not going to beat the Raiders at home. I'm sorry. How are we going to beat the Rams? And that's a good point. The weather, it's cold. But Foles didn't look like he could throw in the cold last night. So Goff's going to have a little bit of struggle. And they have a pretty good running back who's probably going to take home MVP because Carson went down. Right. And you even said it earlier. Carson's leading the league in touchdowns still. He's been out for two weeks. Right. And if you were to ask me the same question, Frank, I have to disagree with you. I think I have, I think I have great confidence in this team that they can get it done. I think that the... The one thing that we've been we've been focusing on and that it's going to impact is these quarterbacks coming in here in this weather. These dome team quarterbacks that play in, in the domes, Minnesota being one of them, and Minnesota being the Minnesota biggest threat. To, they don't have a dome anymore. They got U.S. Bank of America Stadium. It's like enclosed. It's like open sometimes, but yeah. It's they a got dome. the hot boy. Nah, not the Metro Dome like they used to play. That's out. It's not Philly. Back, no, not even close. That's what I'm saying. Well, everybody. That's it. It's a wrap. We're rooting for the birds. We got faith. We don't got faith. We're hanging on. Have a good one. Peace. It's Mark. That's Ty. Peace out, brothers. And we're out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the Ten Crack Commandments. Why? Man, uh, uh. can't tell me nothing about this cold. Uh-huh. Can't tell me nothing about this crack, this weed, and my hustling niggas. Uh, niggas on the corner, I ain't forget you niggas. My triple B niggas. In this game for years, uh, it made me an animal. It's rules to this shit. Uh-huh. I wrote me a manual, a step by step booklet for you to get your game on track. Not your wig pushed back. Rule number uno never let no one know how much dough you hold. Cause you know that try to breed jealousy, especially if that man fucked up. Get your ass stuck up. Number two. Never let them know your next move Don't you know bad boys move in silence and violence Take it from your highness uh-huh. I done squeeze mad clips at these cats for they bricks and chips Number three Never trust nobody Your mom set that ass up Properly gassed up Hoodie the masked up For that fast buck uh-huh. She be laying in the bushes to light that ass up Number four Know you heard this before Never get high on your own supply Number five Never sell no crack where you rest at I don't care if they want to ounce Tell them bounce Number six That goddamn credit Get it You think a crackhead paying you back Shit forget it Seven This rule is so underrated Keep your family your business completely separated Money and blood don't mix Like two dicks and no bitch Find yourself in serious shit Number eight, uh, never keep no weight on you Them cats that squeeze your guns can hold jumps too Number nine, should've been number one to me If you ain't getting back, stay the fuck for police uh-huh. If niggas think you're snitching, they ain't trying to listen They be sitting in your kitchen, waiting to start hitting Number ten, a strong word called consignment Strictly for live men, not for freshmen uh-huh. If you ain't got the clientele, say hell no Cause they gon' want their money, rain, sleep, hell, snow Follow these rules, you'll have mad bread to break uh-huh. up If not, 24 years on the wake up Slug hit your temple, watch your frame shake up Caretaker did your makeup When you pass, your girl fuck my man Jacob Heard in three weeks, she sniffed the whole half a cake up Heard she suck a good dick, and could hook a steak up Gotta go, gotta go, more pasta bake up Word up, uh. Crack king, 
Frank Wizard. Four, five, uh. One, two, two, three, three. Four, 